<clears throat> Brother Ed's prayer reminded me of another scripture passage, uh, a verse of which he quoted in, in the prayer, and I should like to address your attention to it. Found in, the, you don't have to read it, I'm going to go through it hurriedly. Found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, uh, wherein uh, Jesus is speaking and is quoted as having said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. And this is the verse that Brother Eddie mentioned. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Jesus said, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Hymn 106 speaks about two ways. Two ways, O man, before thee lie that lead to just two places. This morning, I would like to talk about the third way. There is a third way. I had a remarkable week in many respects this past week, and it was ironic that I was jolted early in the week and I was jolted last evening by comments that were made to me directly. I was counseling a seeking soul early in the week. The soul said to me, and I have been counseling this soul for some weeks now. The soul said, I am totally confused. I said, really? Yes, she said, I have been invited to another church. And I went. And I was amazed at the liberties and the freedoms that the young people enjoy. The soul said to me, I am like every other young person, Mr. Friend. I am looking for the easy way out. I am led to believe, the soul said, 
that when those people die, they also will go to heaven. And yet, I am amazed that the people at your church would never allow themselves those same liberties that I have seen. To which I just simply added, about going to heaven when we die, I wouldn't be so sure. But I did promise the soul that I would pray for him. That he might have the discerning spirit. That he might be able to say that what is offered him is not the one straight and narrow way. Last evening, sitting next to his sister, not, of our, not raised in our faith, she said, I am amazed. And I said, and what amazes you? She said, I am amazed at the departure from the true faith of so many that call themselves by our name. To which I replied, sister, what's in a name? Nothing. Nothing is in a name. I am certain that on that great and glorious day which is coming, the judge of all nations, when before him are the great and small, the famous and the unknown, the rich and poor, he will not say, where did you go to church? What faith do you come from? No. No. The question is, did you repent and were you born again? Did you do as the Bible says? Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. And great was the fall thereof. Jesus said, Enter ye in at the straight gate for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereof. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. In speaking with one who departed from this narrow faith, he said to me, are you telling me that when we look out and we see all these that claim to be Christians that are doing the very things that you ask your youth to repent of, are you trying to tell me that they all will be lost? I said, he was still my brother then. I said, brother, the only thing I'm saying is that the Bible says 
that those that enter in by some other door are thieves and robbers. And all that I know is that the Bible says no thieves are in the kingdom of heaven. No liars are in the kingdom of heaven. No fornicators are in the kingdom of heaven. My loved ones, the third road is comprising many. And I want to describe it to you as I see it. On the basis of first-hand observation. I am not judging anyone. The Bible says I do not judge. I dare not judge. Judgment belongs to God. And remember that when we judge something, we commit a finality to it. We only judge when it's final. If I say, this man is, t is utterly lost and he goes to hell for sure, that's judgment. That belongs to God. If I say, this brother is not walking in the spirit, that's not judgment at all. I have merely observed his fruits. And we are forbidden to be judges. We are commanded to be fruit inspectors. I repeat that. We are commanded to inspect the fruits. And if you see a fruit that is not of the Spirit of God, if you observe fruit in the life of one that is not a fruit of the Spirit, that is not a fruit tree. I believe one of the reasons why we do not have more conversions is there is an, an aura of confusion overwhelming mankind. It is no longer black and white. It comes in varying shades of gray, beginning with those that accept Christ. In a moment of time, they accept Jesus Christ into their life, and with much glib talking and vain words, they profess how righteous they are though their lives have materially been unchanged. And they rededicate their lives, and they, uh, they confess, and, and, and they rededicate, and they recommit at almost every camp meeting or every evangelistic service. And they are those that, though they call themselves Christians, I don't know who named them, Though they call themselves Christians, they have licentious liberties. Speaking to one some time ago who, who had a relationship with uh, a very handsome young man for a protracted period of time, which I pointedly made, pointed out to her that she had to obviously break. Well, she said, if that's, what it has to, if that's what has to be done, I'll go somewhere else where I can do that. Well, I said, that's up to you. I, you know, I cannot compel people to repent. I cannot compel people to come to Christ. I can only point out to people what the Bible says. The Bible says that we must become a new creature. And if we want to retain our old nature and just grab the name of Christian off of a blackboard or, or off of a pamphlet or a religious tract and say, that makes me a Christian, because I now talk about Christ all the while I'm doing the same things I've always done. That's part of the third row. The third road. That's part of the third road. 
And that is the confusion that is promised to flood the world shortly before the return of Christ. As someone said to me, ah, Brother George, is, is God that, is God that precise? Is God that exact? The, the way you, you know, the way you are admonishing your youth and you're leading your youth to give up their girlfriends, give up their boyfriends, forsake the movie houses, forget the bars. Hey, if, if that's the way, if that's the way, then I must say only the people on Middle Belleville go to heaven. I said, wrong. I'm not saying that for a moment. I'm saying there may be people on McElroy Road that go to heaven. There may be people on Mulberry Street that go to heaven. There may be people on Trimble Road that go to heaven. And all those at Middle Belleville might not go to heaven, God forbid. You see, my loved ones, it's not the name. Ah, it would be desirable and it would be commendable and God would be honored if all that bear the name of Christ were truly heirs of heaven. But that is not true because the evil one in his connivory, in his subtlety, in his, dare I call it, wisdom. It really isn't wisdom. But in his chicanery, he has deluded people to believe that they can accept Christ into their hearts and let it walk on their sleeve by everyone they meet. And as long as they do that, they can continue to live like they've always lived. That the talk outweighs the walk. And nothing could be farther from the truth. That's a deception. That's a lie of the devil. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. I'll tell you, my sisters, this is the roadmap, brothers. This is the guide. I didn't write it. I'm only trying to interpret it so that mortals can understand it, and there are some parts of it that I don't understand because I'm mortal also. But I am saying that they that do the will of God, the Bible says, they are the ones that go to heaven. Those that do the will of God. And sisters, when the Bible commands you to cover your heads when you pray, I suggest on the basis of God's word that you do that and don't be deluded by those that name the name of Christ and pray bareheaded. That does not make them right. The Bible says they're wrong. And young people, those of you that are counseled to live chaste lives as young believers, the fact that others that call themselves Christians are found together in parked cars on dark roads at night doesn't make them Christians because they have the name. My dear ones, you know, what we need is decisiveness. What we've got to do, we've got to reestablish the colors black and white. We've got to take the broom of truth and we've got to sweep away the gray of confusion that bewilders many into doing nothing. That's why I really, I believe sincerely that many of our precious friends that are sitting here right this morning, and some of them may be gray-headed already, they just haven't made that commitment. They haven't made that decisive move because they're confused. 
We're telling them this is the way, others are telling them that is the way, and third parties are telling them theirs is the way. I'm suggesting this morning on the basis of God's word that this is the way. Those that live and obey this book are on the right way. Those that do not obey this book, I don't care what they're called. And they can be apostolic Christians. If they don't obey this book, they have no entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Sorry. And I don't want to be among those that deludes anyone that has to say on that final day, that has to hear someone say, why didn't you tell me? How could you let me go this way? How could you let me make this mistake? You knew that I was on the wrong road. I wasn't on the right road. I wasn't on the left. I was on the middle way. I was one of those. I, I accepted Christ. Accepted Christ into my heart. I named his name with everyone I spoke. Talked to people on the street about him. Asked them if they'd been saved. But you never told me that I was to give up my old life. You never told me that I had to forsake sin. You never told me that I had to reject even the appearance of all evil. You never told me that a sister had to have a certain appearance or a certain posture in prayer. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, no. Nobody's ever going to say that about me. I may not be popular, and I may not be well-liked, but they're never going to say to me, why didn't you tell me? I only want to point out to you, my loved ones, that this is God's word. And those are born-again Christians, and those go to heaven that obey this word. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Let me read it for you again. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Who enters into the kingdom of heaven? Who gets to heaven? The Bible says, he that doeth the will of God gets to heaven. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that last day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not cast out devils? Have we not done many wonderful works? Think of that. Any of you ever cast out a devil? I never did. But there will be those that have done that. And they will have done many wondrous works. And Jesus will say, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. You know what? While they were doing their wondrous works, while they were casting out devils, they were doing iniquitous things as well. Don't you see? They were living a double life. And the Bible warns against that precisely when it says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He is like the sea tossed to and fro. No, my loved ones, you better not. You don't have to cast out devils. You don't have to prophesy in his name if you'll reject iniquity. If you'll abstain from all appearance of evil. If you'll reject sin. You don't have to prophesy. You don't have to cast out devils. You don't even have to perform miracles. All that he asks you to do is to abstain from evil. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I know some of you have been fooled. Some of you have been confused. 
that's the way it was in the Jesus time too. You know, Jesus told the story about a great wedding feast. A rich man made a great feast, invited many. Many came and filled the filled the table. And among those in that great banquet hall was one that had no wedding garment. But you see, the others didn't notice it. No, to the others, to the other banqueters, to the other invited guests, he looked just like they. But he slipped in. Suddenly, the master of the feast came in. And he walked right up to that one sitting there. And he said, friend... How did you come? How did you get in? You don't have a wedding garment. And he called the steward. He said, take this man. Throw him out. Is God precise? Is God exact? How exact is the surgeon that removes cancerous tumor. How exact is the surgeon that puts together a man's veins so that his hand that was detached can work again? How exact must he be? How exact is the tool and die maker to the ten thousandths of an inch? That's how exact he is. How exact is the builder that wants to build a building so strong that the building will stand after the builder is gone. How precise. How exact. My loved ones, don't be fooled. Jesus said, straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life, and few there be that find it. Broad is the way, wide is the gate that leadeth to destruction and many have found it.